Hello, friend. You are listening to a guided Lectio Divina podcast. If you are unfamiliar with the process of Lectio Divina, I would encourage you to stop now and find the podcast entitled Lectio Divina Introduction. This podcast will explain what Lectio Divina is, why it matters, and how to do it. This guided Lectio Divina will walk you through each of the steps, reading the scripture aloud for you, and providing moments of silence. This way, you can perform Lectio Divina wherever you are. If you are able to at this time, find a quiet, calm, relaxing environment where you can sit and dwell in God's Word. I also encourage you to grab your Bible and something to write with, so that you can follow along with the scripture as it is read to you and jot down your own thoughts for each of the steps. Before we begin, let's take a moment to quiet our minds and our hearts before the Lord. We begin with the first stage, Lectio, where we read the text one to three times and then ask, what does the passage say? Psalm 23, a Psalm of David. The Lord is my shepherd. I will not be in need. He lets me lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside quiet waters. He restores my soul. He guides me in the paths of righteousness for the sake of his name. Even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I fear no evil, for you are with me. Your rod and your staff, they comfort me. You prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemies. You have anointed my head with oil. My cup overflows. Certainly goodness and faithfulness will follow me all the days of my life, and my dwelling will be in the house of the Lord forever. The Lord is my shepherd. I will not be in need. He lets me lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside quiet waters. He restores my soul. He guides me in the paths of righteousness for the sake of his name. Even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I fear no evil, for you are with me. Your rod and your staff, they comfort me. You prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemies. You have anointed my head with oil. My cup overflows. Certainly goodness and faithfulness will follow me all the days of my life and my dwelling will be in the house of the Lord forever. The Lord is my shepherd. I will not be in need. He lets me lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside quiet waters. He restores my soul. He guides me in the paths of righteousness for the sake of his name. Even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I fear no evil for you are with me. Your rod and your staff, they comfort me. 
You prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemies. You have anointed my head with oil. My cup overflows. Certainly, goodness and faithfulness will follow me all the days of my life, and my dwelling will be in the house of the Lord forever. Amen. The next step in the process is meditatio. Focus on the words or phrases that stand out to you as I read the text again. Ask yourself, what does this passage say to me right now? The Lord is my shepherd. I will not be in need. He lets me lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside quiet waters. He restores my soul. He guides me in the paths of righteousness for the sake of His name. Even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I fear no evil, for you are with me. Your rod and your staff, they comfort me. You prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemies. You have anointed my head with oil. My cup overflows. Certainly goodness and faithfulness will follow me all the days of my life, and my dwelling will be in the house of the Lord forever. Horatio is the third step in Lectio Divina. This is prayer. The text leads us to respond to God. So as we enter a time of prayer, ask, what can I say to the Lord in response to this passage in a way that is honest, authentic, and personal response to God?
we will read the text a final time for contemplatio. As we encounter God in the text, we are transformed. Now we ask, what area of my mind, heart, and life needs to be transformed? What does God want to do within me? The Lord is my shepherd. I will not be in need. He lets me lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside quiet waters. He restores my soul. He guides me in the paths of righteousness for the sake of his name. Even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I fear no evil, for you are with me. Your rod and your staff, they comfort me. You prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemies. You have anointed my head with oil. My cup overflows. Certainly goodness and faithfulness will follow me all the days of my life, and my dwelling will be in the house of the Lord forever. The final step of Lectio Divina is Actio, or action. Internal transformation compels outward action. This is the final time for prayer in this process. Ask, God, how can I live my life as a gift for others?
Amen. I'm so excited to hear how each of you experienced Lectio today and would love to hear your thoughts and what you took away from it. I think this is the part of the Lectio Divina practice that can be really illuminating and encouraging to hear how each of us personally hear from the Lord and how we interact with God's scripture. Okay, so Psalm 23 is one of my favorite psalms, and I picked this one to start with because it's pretty commonly known, and I think as someone who has been struggling with rest and what that means, I've returned to this psalm a lot of different times, and it's amazing how every single time I read it, the Lord says something different through it to me, and I just think that's amazing. So after the first step today, I would say that overall the general message of this passage is that God will take care of me no matter what the circumstances. No matter what life brings, I can trust that God will care for me. Moving on to the next step, I really focused this time specifically on the phrase, I fear no evil for you are with me. And just a little bit of context for those of you who don't know me or maybe uh, just to, uh, to update people, my dad has had stage four cancer for a couple of years now. And I went to counseling this year and have been working through a lot of my own grief over that and just unresolved grief from his diagnosis that I've been living with. And in the midst of that, Psalm 23 has been a safe haven for me. And so the idea of walking through the valley of the shadow of death and walking through darkness and grief and just experiencing hard things in life, I think that Psalm 23 is just a really cool beacon of hope in the midst of that. So I really have been clinging to that phrase recently that I fear no evil for you are with me. So moving on to the next step, uh, my prayer or my my honest you know response basically to this to God was something along the lines of this: I will trust you even in the midst of death. I trust that you are with me even when life is scary, even when I journey through dark places. I will trust that you are with me always. I will trust however you want to care for me in the darkness. And I think that that's something. I really struggle with is just doubting in general. Like I know God says this, but is it really true? And so my prayer, it's, you know, that's, that's part of my prayer is that I desire to believe this. I I want to believe this. I want to experience God in the midst of those dark places and not just hear it and say, that's nice. Or yeah, I believe that, but I don't really feel it deep down in my heart. I really desire to believe that to the core of my being. So that is my response to the passage. And then the fourth step Uh, I just, what is God wanting to do in transforming my heart? I would say that God really wants me to embrace God's provision in the dark times, knowing that God can and will provide more lavishly than I could even begin to imagine. And again, I think that that's the transformation in my heart and my mind that need to happen so that this goes from being just something that I know in my head to being something that I really hide away in my heart and believe when the darkness happens, when death happens, when I experience hardships, that I, that I know God is with me and I can cling to that. And then the fifth step, how can I be a blessing to others? How can my life be a gift to others? I think this is a really neat step that 
really helps to take it from a very inward focused practice to an external focus. And I think that is really important to bridge that gap in Christian practices so that we don't become ingrown or isolated or ignorant of, of what is happening in the world. And we remember that we exist to glorify God and to love others and to make him known. And so I think that for me, one of the things that I have really taken away from, from this passage specifically is that God wants me to be present with others in the midst of their darkness. And I think this is so hard to do in our culture. Um, it's painful. It's messy. It's not fun or sexy or glamorous or enjoyable at all. But uh, I think that that's something that God really has just been continuing to encourage in my heart that part of my action from reading this psalm is that I just need to be present and to remind people that God is with them even if they can't feel God's presence and that God is caring for them and that they're that there is hope in the midst of the darkness and that there is light in the midst of the darkness. So I would love to hear from you, to hear how this experience was for you, to hear your own thoughts and your takeaways. And like I said, I think that this is the cool part of Lectio is inviting other people into this and sharing with them what God is doing in your own heart and your mind and hearing how God is working in other people's lives as well. Until next time, my friends, may the Lord bless you and keep you. May the Lord look upon you with his favor and be gracious unto you and give you peace.